What are you talking about? That's not Morgan. your normal voice. That, this is very much my normal voice. I'm from Merthyr Tidville. Exactly, you're from Merthyr. You're not supposed to sound like that. I think you'll find we all sound like this. Come on down to <laughs> Panath Road, Cardiff. I've got the perfect voice tonight <laughs> for the Panath Road, Cardiff. Any of those down there? <laughs> yeah. Any of those? Um, Any, anything a little bit posher. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend Morgan Richards. It's me. There Again. you go. There's his catchphrase now. I think I'm going to stick with this now because yeah. I can't think of anything better. Um, so, yeah, it's me, Morgan Richards. If you see Morgan Richards on the street, please shout, It's me! Please. Instead of Sapnin. No, definitely shout Sapnin at him and then, It's me! Because well, Sapnin, it's me! And then he'll be, you'll be like, Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, recognise the first bit. Yeah, that's from the podcast. But who are you? What? Ooh. <laughs> Look at you, too big for people now. Who are you? <laughs> anyway, this week's guest is entrepreneur, businessman, vegan athlete, tattooed maniac, um, just author. Yes. TV presenter. Yes. Podcast person who goes on podcasts yeah. <laughs> i don't know what that's called Just general mad man i think i said that but yeah back to him being a madman. matthew pritchard is our guest this he week is. yes um what a guest what a guest his tv show dirty vegan has just finished on bbc wales but we talk about it in the podcast coming up and now you can listen to it and check it out yeah. he's got a book out recently that's done really well he was in our start the party video he was um a big influence on the start the party record he's got a blackout tattoo he might regret or not regret it i reckon he re- well i when i said to him and anyway you'll you'll hear you'll hear what happens anyway um yeah and he told us one of the best stories we've had on oh. here so far. He told story, a story that he hasn't told many people in great detail. And we were laughing so hard. Sean almost died. And he exploded. N- yes. Seriously. Seriously. Um, You'll hear that later on. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, great human. Great person. His dog was here. His dog, Lemmy, peed on my floor. Um, yeah, we were getting photos and the dog decided to have a pee. But I think the dog was so excited... That Pritch was on Sapman podcast. That he got a bit I don't, too excited. No. I don't think the dog even grasped the concept that Pritch was doing a podcast. That's why he had to be put out to the kitchen because he would have just made too much noise running about, yeah. Okay. But the dog was excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dog's excited. It's a spaniel. They're always excited. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Moving on to our interview with Pritch, I suppose, is it? Now we've talked about a dog for a little bit. <laughs> we could do, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's probably the best place to go. Um, yeah. Before we go any further and we just get into it, we just want to say thank you very much if you've listened to any of the Sapling podcasts so far. It genuinely means the world to us. Um, that's probably getting tiresome, me saying it, but it genuinely, 100%, it means the world. If you give it a listen, subscribe, rate, share, tell a friend. Yeah, we probably go on about it a bit too much, but it is great to see everyone enjoying it and sharing it and just overall having a laugh and 
really loving what we're doing. It's just a- loving what we're doing. Well, Look at the egomaniac Morgan Richards here. I've said some awful, yep. big-headed things you in are this a, intro. You, it, this is turning bad. you into a mania. <laughs> it is. It's really going to your head. And you've had an haircut. I have had a haircut. Breaking oh, news. Oh, I started a podcast. I better get a haircut. Yeah, well, I needed it done. So. Cool. Anyway... <laughs> Um, Last check America. us out on twitter.com forward slash sapling pod s a w p e n i n p o d instagram.com forward slash sapling pod s a w p e n i n p o d um have we got any other socials well i'm being big headed you can go to my socials at, at no no we're only doing our own ignore morgan's don't go on. in fact unfo- no don't unfollow morgan that's ours. anyway let's just get on with it here is matthew pritchard i love him you will love him. This is excellent. Sapnin! Sapnin! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sapnin! 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 <laughs> sorry, I just uh, thought, do I remember to say that? No. Uh, he's on his phone, man. On ah, his phone. sorry. So unprofessional of me. Um, this week's guest is the fabulous Matthew Pritchard of Dirty Vegan, Wild Man, and Iron, Wild Man to Iron Man, Dirty Sanchez, Skateboarding, and Sleep When You're Dead fame. Whoa, it's a list. That's a rock. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a bit of a list, isn't it? Dirty Sanchez, dirty sandwiches, <laughs> dirty vegan. It's got to be word dirty in it. If it's Everything. dirty, you'll do it. Um, yeah. How are you? What's yeah. happening? Well, what's happening? Um, yeah, I'm good. Just um, went to the gym this morning. Nice. Had a, few, had a curry, had a few beers last night. Oof. And, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you've you got that... Film, your oh. curry film on your mouth, yeah. basically garlic, <laughs> like, like old garlic, mm. and then a few beers on top of that as well. Went to the gym and I think uh, I almost choked out the uh, my trainer. Oh. So yeah, it was good. It was, well, it was the last show of Dirty Vegan last night. Yes, yes, so, it was. Uh, we went out and had a few beers with the with the team. Yeah, oh nice. It's been it's been really good. Um, yeah, me and Jordy watched the first two, first two. Yeah, we watched the first two live. Third one on the iPlayer, and yeah, yeah, it finished this week, didn't it? This will be out Friday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people can find it because it was only out on BBC Wales, right? It wasn't BBC. Well, yeah, it was, yes. Well, it was a BBC Wales production. I mean, with with the aim for it to go on network. Yeah. But um, the viewing figures have been really good, so fingers crossed. You know, if, if the viewing figures are good, then yeah. network will pick it up. But they haven't picked it up yet. But I've got a meeting. This week for second series, awesome. Nice. So fingers crossed to get that. Yeah. yeah. And if we get the second series, then I think it's just going to be more the same, the same format because the format works. Obviously, yeah. there's a bit of comedy. It's not preachy. 
well, obviously, like we said earlier, I can't be serious for one minute. So, uh, yeah, and it's educational. And, and yeah, just fingers crossed we get the second series. And, and I think we've started getting some ideas already nice. about people like, to cook some vegan food for. So. Oh, cool. Well, if you need any bands or anything like that, please come and cook for us. <laughs> be a because idea, we watched it. Um, yeah, like I said, me and Jody watched it. And, yeah, after it, we were just like, we got a game to cook for us somehow now. Because we loved it. Like gen- genuinely, you. really up for a meal. You should have had an end of end yeah, because because you, you need you need quite a bit of energy when you're on stage, don't you? Yeah, mm. that'd be yeah. quite good. So there's a pitch for you. Mm. I think somebody did mention um, feed feeding a load of ballet dancers. Well, oh, you can imagine bad. me in a in a tutu over there, <laughs> like, trying enough, to pipe my feet. Funny <laughs> like, enough, I can't. I can imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Yeah, but how did you find the reaction to everything? Because of course you've had the series now. You've had the book alongside it. People seem to be really enjoying it. As you said, it's a bit of difference, not just educational, but you've got bringing your humour to the show as well. Yeah, we were going in with a new format to a cooking show. I mean, like Jamie Oliver did ages ago with Naked Chef. He sort of turned cooking onto his ass, uh, TV cooking. And I think that was the aim with us. So we were sort of going in. Well, we didn't know really if it was going to work or not. And the, the feedback has been really good. Uh, there's been a lot of positive comments, nice messages and stuff. And again, like we said, because it's not preachy, I think a lot of meat eaters enjoy watching it. And mm. there's a lot of people sent messages saying, you know, I'm having like two meat free days a week. Yeah. You know, which 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 is great because if fun. everyone does a little bit of something, a little bit every yeah. week, it, it all helps. Yeah, you know, well, you're gonna get the odd comment. Yeah. Awesome. Funny bugger, offended, yeah. <laughs> offended tit. I believe the. Oh, you're 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 gonna die because you're not eating meat. Oh, well, I'm still breathing. Yeah, still well, it's, like, it's, it's like all the people got offended by the Greg's vegan sausage roll. It, like they weren't getting rid of the actual sausage roll; they were just adding another product. You haven't complained when Greg's have added a new sandwich you didn't <laughs> you didn't know about previously, but because it's vegan, got to kill well, it. In, in, in a way, I'm, I'm really glad Piers Morgan's kicked off about that sausage roll because it really brought people talking about veganism yeah. on the month when a lot of people are do, turning vegan as well. So it, 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 if anything, he did. Yeah, he gave well, veganism. Kind of free advertising. It's kind of yeah. a conspiracy, see, saying that Piers Morgan's people and Greg's PR people are uh, the same people. And the same people. I viewed that. Well, I went to Greg's Merthyr straight away to try and find a vegan sausage roll. They're nice. Yeah, well, I don't know. I couldn't get one in Merthyr oh, in the 1970s. Anyway. <laughs> but um, I went down there and I went, can I have a vegan sausage roll? And she was like, oh, we haven't got them, love. And I went, this inbred backwards town, right? And everybody in the queue behind me must have looked at me thinking I was from somewhere else and just slagging Merthyr <laughs> because I was just getting death stares off people. And I was like, well, why haven't we got them? I don't know, but apparently they're branching them across all the stores now. So, oh, oh, right. so, oh, so they literally crossed. didn't have them in there at all. They no, no, nothing, no, 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 not even an idea. Well, by, on Saturday, because Kida was down from Dublin, and um, Kida's my fiance for any of the listeners, uh, very professional of me, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, she was in Cardiff on Saturday, and we were she wanted to try one because they haven't got Greg's in Dublin. So we went to like four Greg's until we could actually find the vegan sausage roll. Oh. What, are they sold out or they didn't have them? They've sold out. Nice. Got a nice tub of ketchup. Oof. Dipped them in. Oh, delicious. <laughs> and there's more protein in them than there is in the, in the, in the I meat. That, yeah. I mean, they're all, I mean, it's shitty food anyway. Yeah. But if you're going to have shitty food, you might as well have the vegan shitty The one with yeah, the vegan shitty nice food. Mm. Am I correct in saying you've been a vegan since 2015 now? Four years? Uh, Three Almost. years. Three years? Yeah, three so years. How did that originally come about? How did you really transition from becoming vegan full-time? There was um, a lot of ultra-endurance athletes were vegan, and I wondered why, and I started doing some research on it, and it started making sense. And and the more I started researching it, and I thought, well, yeah, I, you know, I do love animals, and I read a few things, and you said, where do you... Where's the line where a dog and a cat is your pet, but then uh, a chicken and a and a cow and a pig is food? Yeah. And it all just started making sense. And, and then I started cutting down on my meat, and I went pescatarian. And uh, that was that was all right, being pescatarian. But then I, I watched Cowspiracy, and that just knocked it on the head for me. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I 
I just thought veganism was just you didn't eat anything to do with animals. But the whole conspiracy thing that it takes like 660 gallons of water to make one burger and just all the facts on there, what with the environment and all this kind of stuff, it, was just, it just blew me away. And I just thought, right, fuck it, I'm going in. And then the next day, it just turned vegan straight away, next thing. Oh, it was just straight off the back? Yeah, straight off the back of it, yeah. Oh, wow. Proper cold, cold turkey. Did you, um, did you find it difficult in the beginning or did you notice any drastic changes? I. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't find it difficult because I understand food more than most because I studied catering and stuff in, in college. Uh, but it was quite exciting because you, you have to try and find other ways of replacing that meat substitute and, and there was all new ways of cooking, which I found really interesting, which sort of led me to what I'm doing now with Dirty Vegan and stuff because yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I can't just cook meat and and some veg and I tried to use my imagination and yeah I found it really interesting and finding stuff like vegan alternatives and there's Oreo you can eat Oreos because I thought I never knew Oreos were vegan mm. and then hob fucking hobnobs as well are hobnobs they? are vegan <laughs> and I was like no way hobnobs are vegan so I was just finding all these things that I could eat and stuff obviously stuff that I couldn't and um yeah, I didn't find it too bad, really. I did lose a little bit of weight to start with, but and I think that was just the shit on my body, which I had from eating and meat, meat, meat and, yeah. and dairy and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But, um, you know, and I was training a lot as well. Yeah. So, but then my body got used to it. I think because there's a big change for your body to go through, going from eating meat and fish and, and dairy to not eating it at all. So yeah. I think my, my body was just adapting and... And I've been, I've been fine ever since. Was it anything you miss? A boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's like yeah, me and my brother. It's just boiled eggs. I I did used to enjoy a boiled yeah, egg. Like a, a <laughs> it's like boiled egg. mayonnaise. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. But obviously, for people listening, like obviously, I'm not a vegan. Sean's not a vegan. But I've always, like, for me, the lifestyle's always been. I've always wondered about it, seeing how people can adapt from going out and doing that. So do you say it's quite a challenging thing to adapt to to start or is it kind of to find the, the alternatives of vegan food? Is it easier than people think? There's, if you don't know food and what you need for a balanced diet, you could be in big trouble. And I know there's a lot of people just, they turn vegan and all they eat is potatoes and chips. And it's like, of course you're going to be healthy, you know, but your body needs its nutrients. So you need to get, uh, yeah, you need to have a balanced diet. But these days, there's so much choice in supermarkets that if you're not really switched on with food, I mean, there's a lot of processed stuff out there, but it's a good introduction to veganism to make, it makes it easier for you to turn Vegan, basically. Yeah. And the, the, there's so many plant milks these days. You've got cashew, oat, almonds, hazelnut, hemp milk. Uh, there's, there's just so much choice. So as far as changing your, your daily milk to yeah. uh, a, a nut-based or plant-based milk is pretty simple these days. Yeah, I can't. The taste of dairy, man, is just... Because I asked for a flat white in a, a Starbucks or something like that. And... An, an oat milk fat white I asked for, but she didn't, didn't put the normal. And I tasted it, and I was just like, wow. Cause my, my taste buds are just used to like oat mm. milk. Yeah, that's crazy. And it was just, well, oh, it was horrible. When was it, do you know the last exact time that you, I don't know, is it breaking vegan straight edge? Is it, have you? Breaking break vegan. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, like, that's break, one where you've accidentally had milk where you're not meant to have yeah, had milk. Yeah, Has that happened to you a couple of times or uh, have you been I, right? with Yeah, with coffee because they just don't listen yeah. you say oat milk flat white and they just go they're so used to just doing flat yeah, white, yeah. They, they fuck up you know i don't want to stick my head into the cow's tit <laughs> well you wouldn't take uh, uh, you know i just yeah it just makes sense I, I said to somebody cow's milk is for cows calves they went no it's not it's for humans well, i just thought well, I can't really have a debate with you here, can I? Because if you think cow's milk is for humans, when it clearly is for, like, human milk 
is for yeah. humans. You know, Cow's milk is for calves. Dog's milk is for dogs. Oh, you dogs. wouldn't go. Oh, I never even <laughs> yeah. thought of dog's milk. Ah, <laughs> that's a new one. Oh, you milk a dog after this. Horrible. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Chihuahua milk. I don't think you'll find that in Waitrose. Oh. Mm. Might do a myth, I mind. Well, things are getting desperate. Anyway, um. so yeah, I watched the Wild Man to Iron Man documentary. Yeah, and I was moved by. It. I texted you after it. I wanted to text you during it because um, your, produ- <coughs> your production company got in touch with me about using the start the party video we did together. Yeah, and um, yeah, I spoke to. I think it was Claire. Her name was, and um, I spoke to her a few times, and I was like, "Yeah, I sort the footage out," and they used the footage. At the darkest moment of the whole thing, right? <laughs> and I was like, I was sitting there with, with Jordi, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Fair play, he's been through some shit. <laughs> and the next minute, right? The next minute, it was like, it was one of your friends from Cardiff saying, oh, yeah, he was in the Medi- Mediterranean just drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels straight partying all the time. And I was like, oh, that's our footage from start the party. <laughs> I was the cause of all this. I was Aww. the cause of this downfall. No, I and think it, you, it's it's just the way the documentary no, got put. Yeah, yeah, you know I what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But yeah. I was just, I was so pumped. I was like, "Yes, here we go! Come on in!" Oh, shit! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. I knew we shouldn't have gone to Ibiza and have the fucking great time. Though, Sean, yeah. you fucking bastard! Oh, can we swear on this? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, I go mad. Go mad. Um, Fuck, 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 fuck. That documentary was brilliant. Um, it was inspiring. And, yeah, it's, that's available on the iPlayer as well, right? Wild it Man is available, yeah. I, think, I don't know how long it's going to be on there for, but it's normally on there for a month. But yeah. I think it's still, you can still get it. Yeah, if you're listening, definitely but, um, check it out. This um, yeah. is a great story of Matthew going from... I had some good feedback off that. And, yeah. it, and it, was, it was it was quite knackering sitting down there telling... The, you know, telling the story mm, and going yeah. through, you know, going through my past and stuff. And yeah, we yeah, did it was one quite uh, emotional mm. sometimes. The Black did one point. for our like last DVD. I am, I, I am watched it. Like I literally cannot watch the last show. Oh, can you? No. Um, oh. Yeah, and so sitting down and talking about that was mental for me as well. So like, and I, I know where you're coming from. But it uh, is, isn't it? Because you, you you take your mind back mm. to that place where you were, and you're trying to. You know, and there's some sketchy times yeah, which sort yeah. of make oh, you yeah, quite yeah. emotional. And there's a lot of times when I could have just started crying my eyes out talking. Mm. I, don't I was just I trying did. to be a typical <laughs> bloke and holding it in. But yeah. you know, obviously, I can't some things. If I did on our DVD, but I remember being very, very close when we were recording it. But um, yeah, your Wild Man to Iron Man documentary was awesome. Um, it documents Pritch going through um, his Dirty Sanchez times, being picked up, then to become in. The fant- <laughs> the unbelievable, brutal, double brutal Iron Man. Is have you done further? You've done further now, haven't you? Well, You've done triple, ridiculous. Triple Iron Man is the is the biggest. Triple Iron Man. Jesus Christ! I can't even yeah. get up and walk anywhere. <laughs> and there's you running everywhere forever. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, the Sanchez days are brilliant. Yeah, they're just fun. You know, you got you got paid to travel the world with your mates and just get wrecked. Yes. But obviously, there's you know. It's a price to pay with that kind of lifestyle. It catches up with you in the end. But you know, I'm not, not going to get into it. It's all there on Wild Man Twire Man. But yeah, it was it was fun. Mm. It was fun, fun, fun. But looking back at that, is it just crazy and disrespective to see how much has happened and how much has changed over the years and like, everything you've been through? And just looking back at it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I could life could have gone a totally different way if I wanted it to. Yeah, and it could I could have quite easily gone that way because you know i i did have savings left from from the sanchez days and and filming and tv work and and live gigs and it's just i mean i i did have a business idea which was the sleeping your dead tattoo and barbershop which i had when i was on um on the road but i was working so much i thought there's no point doing it now because i'm you know i'm not around to put my effort into it so there was that idea and the gig started drying up and there's that realization that all this year, all those years of fun was all slowly slipping away, which is quite a yeah a bullet to uh, quite a bullet to chew on mm-hmm. because they were fun times and uh, it was either I either did something with that money now or I go and piss it up, piss it, sniff it up the wall 
and then it's all gone and, yeah. and I'd be screwed. Uh, but, uh, you know, I wanted to start the business, but that was quite ne- that was fucking nerve-wracking because yeah. I was like, I, you know, I never saw myself as a businessman. Yeah. You know, you just, you've never been there, you've never done it. What's going to happen? Because it was a big, big gamble. And I just thought, look, fuck, fuck it. You know, I've, you know, I've missed the 50-50. <laughs> Let's go in. I either win or I lose. Yeah. And if, I'm going to lose anyway because if I can't go drinking and yeah, stuff, I'm going to I'm gonna go to a really bad place. I'm going to be skinned. So I'm going to lose. So the, I might as well invest it in something and fingers crossed that, you know, I come up smelling of roses. <laughs> and uh, yeah, luckily, it's actually next month. It's five years. The shop's wow. been... Oh, well, you know, it's just, awesome, yeah. Yes. I know I've got a great team and uh, it's run by my aide as well. And it, yeah, I'm really happy. So that's, that's yeah, it's just it's good that it's still afloat. Yeah, well, and we've kick got, in. We've kind of got similar stories, really, because the end of my band, I was lost and didn't know what to do. And then I ended up asleep when you're dead. So we both <laughs> yeah, ended up asleep yeah, when Yeah, because you were in the, yeah, yeah. Well, Cardiff Hans yeah, no, you I did, loved yeah, it. Yeah. I loved mm. it. Um, I genuinely thank you. Like I mentioned in, um, I think it was episode one or two, um, that, yeah, I was completely lost after the band ended. Didn't know what I was going to do. And then you. It's a weird place to be, in it? When, you, when you've right. lived that life of... If you've, if you've been doing something for, like, 10-plus years... Yeah. Like, I literally saw that. I was going to do that until I was playing to nobody in pubs when I was 70 with the other boys, jumping about. Here we go, start the party. I can't move my back, let alone start the party. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw me doing that forever. Like and, like and a lemmy, lemmy kind of thing. Yeah. Like, just... Constantly yeah, just I doing the same it, yeah. shit. Because yeah. you were happy doing it. Yeah, and I loved it. And then all of a sudden, swipe from underneath you. And then like, oh, shit, I am prepared for end. Like, I'd always wanted to do barbering. I wanted to do barbering when I was in school. But I did a media studies course because, I don't know. It, well, it, was, it wasn't barbering back then. It was hairdressing, I guess, was the only yeah. thing you could do in, like, Merthyr College or around the area. So then did the band band came to an end and I was like I just don't know what to do and then I think you spoke to Philly about you were looking for someone to run the shop or look after the shop two or three days a week yeah and I just had a chance yeah. and then getting to meet those boys Aaron, Miles um, Vag Baz yeah they were, John it was all awesome they were, were good times weren't they? yeah really good times and yeah I mean, the, the team's changed since. Yeah. Since then. I mean, Aaron's... Travelling. Aaron's travelling in Australia. Um, his brother, Corey, Corey. he's travelling in New Zealand. Uh, from John's gone to another another tattoo shop. But, yeah. Miles is still there. Miles is still there, rocking and rolling. Good, good. Baz is still there. So, yeah. Hmm. It's all... Uh, nice boys. Good it's time. all gravy. Yeah, but speaking of the business, of course... Even though Sleeping Your Dead's the name, that's always been a, a really a slogan for you as like a lifestyle, basically, and just kind of incorporated that into whatever you do. So is that just the automatic name you could think of straight away when getting in into that to really put everything in it to start a business and better yeah, yourself? I'm Sleeping Your Dead come from the Sanchez days when I was just constantly partying all the time and I think we were meant to be filming one day and I was still up the night before and I was in a right pickle got in the van and, and Dan Joyce just went fucking hell man you need you fucking need to go to bed you need to fucking slow down and I just said fuck off I'll sleep when I'm dead and everyone just laughed their heads off and it just I stuck from there and then every time I went partying I just said sleep when you're dead and I think and that's just been my motto on life really because it's, it's if I do something, I'm going in. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna tickle the edges. I'm fucking going in, and I'm gonna have as much from it as possible. I don't. I don't believe in doing anything by halves. You have to. If you're gonna do something, fucking yeah. do it. Do it, or don't. Don't it's bother. A, yeah, it's applicable to everything, really. Sleep when you're dead. Like it's not just partying. It's just what business all partying, in, yeah. sport, whatever you do. Yeah. Put your, you know, put everything into it. Maximum because. What, what's the point doing half-hearted? Be passionate about it. Yeah. And and, be, and being passionate about something and putting your all into it shows in your work then. So, yeah. So that's why you're sleeping your dead is... Sleep when you're dead. <laughs> um, sleep with your dad. 
<laughs> no, I mean, uh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you do um, like a side, you could do like a spin-off of brothels of uh, old men and <laughs> sleep with your dad. Oh, fucking hell. God, that's <laughs> rough, isn't it? Presents sleep, sleep with, with your, your dad. dad. <laughs> Come in, say hello to the lovely ladies on show. Lovely, yeah, lovely chaps. <laughs> Come on down to see the 50-plus chaps. <laughs> sleep with your dad. Um, yeah, have you got any... Uh, Rock and roll stories from rock stars in back in the day that you can back in our life. I think I've, I think I've shared shared most of them. I think obviously there's that one with Cable fucking blowing cocaine at my ass in in Soda Bar, whilst Phil Campbell from Motorhead was fucking at the bar looking, just nodding his head as though to say, "What the fuck is going on here?" And I'm like, "What the fuck? What are you want about? You're fucking Motorhead. Fuck, God knows what you've been up to over the years." But uh, yeah, there's that one. There's I, oh, I, there's obviously this pissing on Dolph Lundgren on the plane. <laughs> well, so I love that story. Well, so it's a gumball, right? Well, yeah, because, uh, I mean, the, the, be nice to tell. I don't think I've told this story. I've told it on the when I, on the road doing the P, the P versus D stuff with yeah. Dane. But um, basically it was the gumball, and it was going from Scandin- Scandin- Scandinavian regions to... What's the name of the fucking place in Sweden? Stockholm. Stockholm. <coughs> Stockholm to Vegas. As we were going all the way through Europe and we'd end up in Amsterdam. When we got to Amsterdam, we were flying to Reno. So going from Stockholm, partying my arse off, like every night, not even going to sleep until I got into the car the next morning. And one of the, my American friends had Xanax. And American Xanax compared to British Xanax are fucking far stronger. And I'd never had one before. And they're like, um, it's in like a, a, a pearly baton. And you can cut them into quarters. So I, I, would, I would have a quarter every morning. Oh, these are lovely. These are. Took the edge off. I thought, yeah, really, really good shit. And of course, in my head then, I thought, brilliant. I can just get really wrecked and take one of these and I'll be fine. And I did that, did that, did that. Did that. And then I got to Amsterdam and my head fucking scrambled, body scrambled. I thought, oh, we've got a massive flight ahead of us. Amsterdam to Reno. I better take a whole one. So my last memory was of taking a whole Xanax in Amsterdam Airport. And my next memory was waking up in the back of a plane, not in the seat I was in, uh, about an hour away from Reno. I just fucking... It was a private private jet as well, which is full of all gumballers, because their cars were flying on a separate jet. And I said, I fucking went, what the fuck am I doing here? And the guy, the gumballer next to me said, oh, dude, man, wait. Where do I start? And I just thought, oh, good God. Uh, <laughs> I just fucking wanted the world to swallow me up. I thought, what have I done? I said, what What do you mean? And he started fucking reeling off all this stuff. I went, oh, no. Fuck. I'd apparently, I'd <laughs> ran up and down the plane bollock naked, shouting, Jesus made us naked. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Fucking Bumby, the gangster rapper that fucking wrote all this, these big gangster tripping and all stuff for Jay-Z and everything. He fell asleep and I fucking above him, teabagging him in the face. <laughs> and he said later, and he goes, Pritch, if that wasn't you, I'd fucking shoot you, man. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and I'm screaming my head off and fucking going nuts. And the captain came out of the, his cockpit to see what was going on. And I grabbed a pillow and twatted him across the head. <laughs> That's causing a massive pillow fight. All the fucking planes having a pillow fight. And then then I must have been dying for a piss. And I thought the front door of the plane was the toilet. So I just started pissing. And everyone was going, whoa, what are you doing? I turned around and it was in the front seat. Dolph London. So I'm pissing, pissing all over Dolph. And he's like going like this with his hands. Like, what the fuck? And then I passed out. And then a fireman lifted me into the back of the plane. And that's when I woke up. And of course, on me, man. I came. I left. I put, and he's fucking big, man. He's he's massive. He, he is massive, and his hands—they're like fuck. I don't. They're just like they're like boxing gloves. It's like Ivan Drago. Ivan yeah. Drago, yeah. If you died, you would have died. <laughs> so I walked. I walked from the back of the plane to the front where the seat was, and everyone sort of looking at me, sort of saying, "Whoa, oh, he's awake! Fucking hell, what's he gonna get?" You know. We landed, and then Tommy Lee from uh, Motley Crue, Crew, Dead Mouse and stuff, and coming down the stairs, 
we had like a big band and everything. We're like, mm. fucking hell, bitch, what the fuck were you doing up there? And I thought, haven't you just fucking landed? How the fuck do you know? Like, so obviously, somebody must have landed and told him. And uh, yeah, wow. we got to Reno and then we took off again because we had to do the passport stuff at Reno, landed in Vegas, got to the hotel. By this time, no, I didn't realize, but I got quite addicted to Xanax because if I didn't have Xanax in my body, I was uncontrollably shaken. I was proper, I was fucked, yeah. like really fucked. And I couldn't leave the room because my anxiety and everything just went nuts. And I had to fucking more or less down the minibar to get the guts to leave my room. I was, I was horrible. So when I did leave my room, I'd walk up and down the strip. And, no, that was it. I was in the room. Um, I woke up one morning and my phone was constantly vibrating. I thought, what the fuck's going on here? I looked at my phone and uh, I was on the front page of the New York Times. Fucking Dirty Sanchez that pisses on Dolph Lundgren. And I was just like, because all my, f- all my friends. I've gone cold. <laughs> Oh my! Basically, half my family and everyone on social were just going, "What the fuck are you being up to?" <laughs> and I was like, I looked at my phone and went, "Fuck! <laughs> what have I done?" And I walked out onto the strip, and there's all these yanks going, "Fuck! There's the naked dude, man!" I'm like, ah! <laughs> and of course, don't forget, my anxiety was hitting the roof, yeah. and I just fucking locked. I just locked myself in the room, oh. and then yeah, I had to keep doing Xanax, and then on the way home. I was in the whole, like, I was so bad. I was hiding in the airport because it was the flight back to UK yeah. full of Brits who obviously knew I, what I'd got up to because it was all over the, it hit, but I think about it all over the world. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I was so, my head was in such a bad place. I was hiding behind pillars and stuff so people wouldn't see me. And then I got on a plane and I was shaking so, so bad. I was in the window and the, Trolley came around and said, oh, would you like a drink? I thought, oh, God, I have some kind of fucking alcohol to try and chill me out. I said, I have a red wine. There's a woman sitting in the middle, and she tried, you know when they reach her over? You've got to catch it. Yeah. They fucking go, like, out oh, with the red wine. The woman is in the middle. She's <laughs> going, oh. <laughs> oh, I was, oh, yeah. So that was, yeah, yeah that was then. fucking oh, wow. fun, man. Fun, my, um, fun to look back on. I think my in-person Ma- Matthew Pritchard first live experience was, Lost Profits had just played Cardiff, maybe the Motor Point Arena. We'd gone to Sword of Our After for a party. You were there. I remember Joyce C being there. I think Dayton was there. Pancho was definitely there because it was a free bar. And <laughs> we nearly called that st- the album Start the Party after a sentence you said that night, which is the first night of us meeting you. Obviously, you don't remember us, but w- we got in because we were friends with Lost Profits. You stood up on the decks, right, in Soda Bar, with a microphone in your hand, <laughs> pulled your pants and trousers to the ground, right, and, se- <laughs> and said, everybody, let's have a laugh. <laughs> and do you know what? We fucking did. We nearly called the start of the party album, everybody, let's have a laugh. <laughs> I can't remember that, surprisingly. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, remember going, that's the fellow I'm doing. Oh, he's Billy Bollock naked. Oh, he's drunk. <laughs> and he's standing on the decks, man. DJ got to be happy with that. Oh. Everybody, let's have a laugh. We're all be one bridge. Oh, yes. Brilliant. But it was amazing. I bet Tim Corrigan was over the moon. Oh, oh. God, here he goes. He's off again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a weekly occurrence in that place. Yeah. Um, but Tim, because I more or less lived, cause thanks to Cable, he introduced me to Soda Bar. Yeah. Because he introduced me to... Tim, blah, 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 and, and Tim was giving us free booze, and, and I just thought, oh, this place is great, it's fantastic, you can do whatever you want, and Tim's really cool, Tim owned it, so I just used to go there every weekend, like Friday, Saturday, and it just became the norm, and I I got to know Tim really well, and every time I'd like, if come to the Saturday, I'd ask him for the key, if I could, like, they close at four in the morning, so I said, oh, can I have the key, and just carry on the party, and he used to, you know, so yeah, no problems. As long as you write down everything you drank. And of course, me being me, I always wrote down everything to make sure, because I didn't yeah. want to rip anyone off. Because, you know, I was grateful for him leaving oh, yeah. me the key. But one weekend, we went, we went in there Friday, went home, partied all night, and then went back in there then, still awake on the Saturday. And then four o'clock in the morning comes, still awake. I said, can I have the key? And he's like, yeah, no, no problems. Write everything down. Then we partied then all through the Sunday, and I was phoning DJs up to come and play for us, bringing him <laughs> in the club, and we were fucking right off our tits. Monday morning, we're still in there, 
I'm fucking hanging. Oh, but wow. I was so off my tits, I cleaned the club. And then the cleaners came in and, and, and on Monday mornings came in to clean the place and they were like, fucking hell, the place is fucking spotless. <laughs> I remember phoning Tim. He went, you better not still be in my club. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, oh well, yeah. But yeah, that was fun. Mad. Mm. Did the cleaners jump from? Yeah. <laughs> but obviously speaking of start the party, you were in the music video and on the cover of the album. You guys maybe talk a little bit about that and how that all originally came about? Well, we had done Hope. Hope was our last album before Start a Party, which is a bit of a miserable one. Mm. It was about us hoping to get to be a band or whatever. So when Start a Party came about, we were... Well, I was more in my partying days, shall we say. I'd gone into my partying days and... I remember your partying days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother I remember... <laughs> Remember a very good night around my house. Well, a very good two days around my house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, Sorry, Jan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we did Hope. And then when we were doing Start the Party, we were like, let's make a more upbeat album. You know, we're growing up. Let's do this. So, like I said, the, or- the original title was going to be Everybody Less Have a Laugh. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's that's what we wanted. We just wanted positivity. We wanted to mm. do like a more positive rock album because everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. was just miserable at the time or whatever. So we did start the party, or whatever. We did a song called "Sleeping the Dead," where me and Gavin just sat down and wrote about what we'd imagine it be like to be you. Sometimes just getting up, waking up, and going right like in those conditions especially in ibiza where you were like waking up and you had to do another boat party that day or whatever mm. and um yeah so we were like well we've written some of these songs after you know meeting pritch and being inspired by pritch why don't we see if we can get him on the album cover because yeah the original <laughs> basically the whole premise for the start of party video and the cover were going to be Let's just go hang out with Pritch. Let's have a party that weekend. Take photos of it all, no matter what state any of us are in, and we'll just use that as a cover. Like, it's a fun... We're literally partying. And then we were like, oh, I got an idea. Let's use the record label money to go to Ibiza. So we get an holiday. We get a video. We're going to see Pritch. Pritch gets paid. This is going to be awesome. And, then, and it um, fucking was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it's fucking bang. It was awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, we ended up in Pikes. Um, I remember that example was there. Um, some of the boys in Pendulum might have been there. Yeah, it was a wild night. Bob, um, who doesn't really drink that often, um, I got so drunk that at four o'clock in the morning, he was like, so I got to go and do a tactical spew. <laughs> <laughs> Went off to the spew, came back, absolutely fine. Oh. Uh, re- carry on now, Wednesday. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So that's how we got. We like we because we, we did the 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 start the party tour then when we were on the UK. Yeah, well, that we was did, yeah. F- yeah and we, we managed to persuade Bob to put like those massive eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put these photos on our um, on our socials or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've got photos. Of, oh, uh, that was so funny, man! Bob's big uh, scouse eyebrows. Yeah. Um, yeah, you came. You came, You flew to Newcastle. We did Newcastle to Edinburgh, I believe. And we stayed up that night on the bus. Oh. And at one point, I remember you saying to me, Sean, we were in the back lounge of the bus, which is the very top at the back of a double-decker bus for touring bands. And you said to me, Sean, can we kick these windows out? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I don't think we can, Prince. It's really cold in here. And you were like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> oh, I was like... Oh, well, that escalated and de-escalated <laughs> perfectly. Can we kick these out? Rather you did. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's not. Yeah. But yeah, oh, that was... Um, yeah, I remember uh, we went to... Yeah, on that bus. We got... Because one night we got loose, didn't we? Oh, we got really loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah it was that night, yeah, kicking the windows out. And then... Yeah, we stayed up all night. I think in the end, it was me, you, and Reese from the blackout were the only ones left awake. We'd finished the Jack Daniels. And then in the morning, we'd got to Edinburgh, and I woke up, and you were sleeping underneath me, I believe, and I heard, in, in a separate bunk, a separate half for me. Um, <laughs> and I heard, I heard and I was like, fucking yes. Like, a bit of me was proud. I was like, we have broken 
serial party and Matthew Pritt, take this dude, my childhood of Dirty Sanchez, I win. <coughs> and this happened. Uh, right, you went. Off we go again. <laughs> and I went, no. I was in my back. I went, no, surely not. I got it. I got into the venue. I got into the venue. You were, I'm like this, half an eye open, right? I get into the venue. You're already there. Fully fucking kitted out. Spiky leather jacket on. You've grabbed somebody else's guitar. Who the fuck knows whose guitar this is? You've turned up with one. Strumming it away in the dressing room. Come on in, boys. Are we going again? And we're all sitting there, all frail, like, this was our first oh. time staying at past five. Like, oh, I, oh, I was wow. like, we Because we, we were in the back room, were we? Yeah. And playing... Uh, PlayStation wherever it was yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. everyone was just it was a really and quiet was the game where we started playing and it started raining through the ceiling on our gear so we had to stop so we played acoustically I don't know if you remember that I can't remember we went, that, no. and I, got, I think I got photos on my phone yeah there was like a DJ booth and because there was water coming in through the venue that stopped us doing our full gig we took all the kids into like a separate room a disco room and then played like acoustically for them and there's a photo of you playing the DJ booth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting there playing like these acoustic Namby Pamby songs. Without you. And here's him in the background. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I've had I some good times. Fact, some you know, some of my favourite partying times have definitely been with you, and I thank you yeah, so very much. Yeah, sorry, Jan. When he was around my house, I didn't have any coffee left in the morning. <laughs> it all gone. I've got hyper, and I? We got very, very hyper. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw Nibsy posted a video of us the other day. Oh uh, god, yeah. that's that's hilarious! I was with the um, Queen, yeah, Queen with and the, the Iron Board. Iron Board. Yeah. Have you noticed this? I've noticed this. Right, this is a um, something I've spotted. You like to end the night singing Queen. That's fair enough. We all mm. do, but on a table or up higher than people. Have you ever noticed that? Um, I haven't. Yeah, because normally if I'm in a hotel room, I'll be on a bed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or sometimes I'll be on, I, I'll be on top Table. of the cupboard, yeah. even if I have to squeeze to the side. <laughs> so I'm laying there. Okay. The amount of times I've been on cupboards in hotel rooms, it's, it's, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not. Be, honestly, I don't know why, but I've got. I get a it's really bad urge to get on top of the cupboard, and I, I like. Obviously, people are with me all the time. and go, oh, here he goes again. He's up on the cupboard. Yeah. I and, and I always look for the ironing board in the hotel and whoever's in the hotel room party. I always ask, can I iron your shirt? And I get really, I just get Iron-y. really into it. It's very therapeutic when I'm wrecked. And I just start ironing people's shirts and give it to them. They're like, oh, cheers, thanks. Yeah, that, but, um, but yeah. Anyone, anyone else? That night on the bus, that night on the bus, it ended with us listening to ACDC and Queen and you were standing on the little table... Think about it, right? The bus is probably six foot high. I must have been, I must have been hunched high. over. Yeah, and you were like, yeah! <coughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you've ever noticed that before, but it's, um, no, that's wow. uh, it's a running theme. Oh, I'm crying. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what? Where's me? Yeah, I'm speechless. Um, I love it. But um, am I right in saying that you also have a start the party blackout tattoo? Well, my next question was going to be, how long after getting the start the party tattoo, did you regret it? <laughs> uh, I, I Almost never instantly. Re- I mean, trust me, I've got some plenty of tattoos on my yeah, body, which, uh, yeah. which, yeah. <laughs> Coach Park is welcome, I believe. Well, I read well I'm not, no, that's quite funny, that is. <laughs> I'm quite proud of that one. I was yeah. quite, no, I'd quite stoked on it, still. It's cool. Is that a side? Yeah, it is that side, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. Well, yeah, that came about I, I try and have stuff tattooed on me, which I've done in life or been, yeah. so, you know, when people ask, I'll say, well, when I did this or whatever. But then, you know, when people see I love dating on my cock. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. But then I've, I've had loads of, uh, loads of tattoos cracked, cracked off my head on a crack pipe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, it's all a really great idea at the time. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. And then you wake up in the morning and go, oh. Have you got a least favourite one? Uh, well, I'm blacking up my old leg now. Nice. You got a blackout. A <laughs> <laughs> blackout in my, my leg. <laughs> but gonna, that was all done, yeah. Are you going to go all the way up or? Yeah. I'm, well, I, I'm going to go up to there first, just below the knee. Yeah. And then I'm going to think about having all this done. 
Right, all, all of it. So there's one big black leg. It's like it's it's so hardcore, man. Because obviously, yeah. Again, me being me, I can't do anything by ours. I can't just have a little bit done. Can I? I've got like, oh, let's have a massive lump of it done, and I ended up in hospital. Oh, really? In A yeah, because such a big surface of putting the ink in, and when you stand up. All your blood goes down. You're like, oh, honestly, man, I can't explain the pain. Couldn't walk. And my missus says, infected. She says, not infected. Look at the state, John. You can't walk. Says, honestly, it's all right. She almost got to argue. In the end, I said, right, I'll go to a Because she says, you need to go to a So I went to a and And they told, they told me what I told her. Went, see? Three hours of my day wasted just sat in a to get to Burton, I suppose. <laughs> Be on the safe side now. So when I when I start the the rest of it, I'm just going to do like a little line, strip, stop, stop little step until I've finished all this. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's what's next now? Um, you say you're going to find out about season two of Dirty Vegan. <laughs> the book's doing well. Um, another book, possibly. Well, we got meet, well, we got a meeting for the second series this week. Yeah. Uh, Octopus Publishing, they want to do a second book. So there's going to be a second book. Awesome. Uh, we've had some big meetings last week, which is quite exciting. Well, I can't say anything yet, but like, obviously because I haven't signed anything. But that's going to be pretty interesting. I think the aim is to hopefully get everything signed and signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then launch it in autumn. Awesome. Oh, nice. So there's there's a few ideas there. So hopefully if they all get signed, we'll... And, and everything goes to plan, and yeah, autumn will be will be the the biggie, which I'm looking forward to. So awesome! Yeah, just wait and see. But yeah, just concentrate on. I got uh, the Decker coming up as well, which is ten Ironman in ten ten days. Ooh. So that's in July. I got three week holiday with Kira now, first of March, nice. which will be. Yeah, I haven't had a holiday where all my holidays involve <laughs> meeting other people. And getting wrecked, yeah, and that's a lot of holidays. It because no. you, yeah. So at this time we were actually, you know, going to Bali, and uh, we're just gonna, oh, nice. just literally gonna do nothing but yeah, eat healthy food and relax and keep fit, oh, and come back a new person ready for the good, good, ready for the busy <laughs> year. Yeah. Nice. Um, where can people find uh, you on social? On social, so Twitter. Uh, Twitter, Pritchard, SWID, Instagram. In, uh, no, I can't really say Instagram anymore. Can I? <laughs> BBC, <laughs> yeah. BBC material, no? God, be, be yeah. But uh, yeah, on Instagram, it's Pritchard, SWID, uh, more or less everything. Cool. It's Pritchard, SWID. Dirty Vegan TV. Dirty, on... ve- Dirty Vegan TV on Instagram as well. And uh, yeah, well, man, I am a dirty vegan is still on iPlayer. So you can just uh, watch yeah. it on that. Definitely check them out. Um, yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, definitely check them out. They're uh, they're very informative, and yeah, it's a gr- it's a fantastic story. Oh, we got the Sleeping the Dead Triathlon as well this year. Honestly, oh yeah, yeah. We got well, we got two events this year. We got the Sleeping the Dead Triathlon and the swim run. The swim run is jump in the sea, swim over to the get out, run, yeah. jump back in yeah. the sea. So you do that in team in, in tag team. So there's two of you. Nice. Uh, yeah, well, our, our first triathlon was last year, and this year we're 80 places from selling out. So nice. it's going to be it's going it's going to yeah. be in Barry Bados as well. The good old Barry Bados, <laughs> Last year was really good. This well, this year is going to be really good again. So where can people find out about that? You can go on allornothingevents.com and you can sign up there. Lovely. Or just come down on the day and just join in on the fun. And with that, you've been celebrating the 15th anniversary of Dirty Sanchez Correct. and doing a lot of shows and a bit of a tour. Are you going to be doing a bit more celebrations with that? Yeah, last year, we, we me and Dayton went on tour with Matt Stocks. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he's got his own podcast as well. And he, Boom. he's a... <laughs> Matt Stocks, that's what I say. Fight me and Matt Stocks. Come on, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Sean fight. Smith and Matt Stocks in the ring. No, we're going to get him on at some point, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah I, sp- I spoke to him already. But. He's a... He's, he's good egg, and he, yeah, he's lovely. He, he's a good host. He holds the room really well, which is which is what's needed with me and Dink because the two of us can go off on tangents, so he sort of shuts us down if we're yeah. talking crap. Uh, but yeah, it was it, it was good. 
we went done a few good gigs and it's nice to sort of sit there it's like actually nice to go on stage be backstage and not worry about going on stage and have to smash a bottle on your head yeah. and stick a drumstick up your ass. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, so actually sit down on a chair and just have a chat with the crowd. It, yeah, it was good. Nice. And then we had some good gigs and we got two more left to go Leeds the 22nd of February, uh, Manchester the 23rd, and then we were meant to be doing Ponte. Pontypied Muni oh, was Muni it Centre. but it's closed down oh, but we're cool, trying to look it? for somewhere else I think it might be Aberdeer so just yeah keep eyes peeled Deirdre Murtha have you not thought about that yeah we're going to ask uh, Bungo so. about that yeah okay cool That's so uh, but we'll find somewhere awesome. and that'll be the last last gig then and, but oh. it's, been, it's been fun it's been good talking about Sanchez and is there any um, any future plans to Make that into uh, a DVD or... Um, I think we're just going to finish what we've done and then look into like changing the show around and doing something nice. different. Maybe involving them, maybe just involving the film, the transcendent mm. movie. We don't know yet, but um, it's been, you know, it's quite nice because the people who have come to the shows are people more or less our age yeah. who was who were there when we started mm. and they followed us up until the present day, so... Yeah, yeah, they're not fair weather fans. The people who've been there the whole time and have seen it, and exactly, yeah, you might have the odd one or two have seen it on yeah. YouTube or whatever, like the younger generation. But it's mainly us uh, old folk who are almost welcoming a Zimmer frame into our life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Um, oh yeah, and sleeping a dead tattoo and barbershop in Cardiff as well. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah, that's in House to Arcade. Uh, Cardiff, piercing, uh, cosmetic, makeup, uh, tattooing, barbers, and uh, we've got one in Paraguay as well, and that's nice. that's that's going to grow this year as well because we're doing up some rooms. So yeah, it's nice. all, awesome. all, all happy days. Glad Basically, the, yeah, the whole purpose of this year really is just work, good, work, good. work, 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 work. I'm glad to see that it's paying off for you. Thank you, Sean. Because I think you genuinely deserve all this. And much loads more. So, um, cheers, bud. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much for coming on. Yes, Thank you for inviting me, boys. It's been uh, it's been uh, interesting. Emotional. Very good. Yes. Cheers. cheers. Thank, Thank you. Saplin. Saplin. You don't do one anymore. Do one more. Saplin. Happy. There you go. Happy. Yeah, yeah we have got it now. Okay. Cool. Saplin. Oh, the little bit of music has stopped. That means our guest was Matthew Pritchard we've just had on. He was, and he was fantastic. I love him. Oh, what what a guy. Like, just some crazy, crazy stories. He just rolls out of the bat that, like, you would never expect. Yeah, I feel a bit bad that I didn't tell him how much I appreciate him. Wait, you can tell him now, because he's obviously going to listen back to this. I don't think he's going to get this far. I think he's going to listen himself and be like, I don't want to hear Sean talk anymore, Mm. which is fair enough. Um, But... Yeah, he's a great human, lovely fella. Everyone who knows him um, well loves him. Um, some fantastic stories. And be sure to check out Dirty Vegan, the book, the TV show, Dirty Sanchez. Um, go to Sleep When You're Dead Barbers and Tattoo Shop. Um, I desperately need a cut, so I'll be yeah, going down do. soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm Morgan. I've had Sorry, I was just trying to be nice. Morgan, I've had my first haircut in <laughs> 22 years of being alive or whatever it is. Yeah, well, first... I do How what? old are you, Morg? Well, do you know what? The, this goes out. It's my birthday the day after. Is it? Yeah. Nobody wished Morgan happy birthday. Nobody. Nobody wishes what, what? me. How old are you going to be? Um, That's for people to find out, isn't it? That's boring. How old are you going to be, bud? <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm 35. I know, but I was going to make a joke. I was going to say, just like the Blink-182 song, nobody likes you when you're 23. I wasn't too keen on you at 22, so <laughs> I don't think 23 is going to be much better. Anyway, thank you again to our guest, Matthew Pritchard. It's Morgan's birthday tomorrow, so definitely go and say happy birthday to him on well, his socials. He tried to get in earlier, that I wouldn't let him. I'll, I'll be nice now. This is going out on the Friday, the 25th of January. You're playing a gig with your new band, Raiders. <gasps> Correct. Morgan's birthday party is at Green Rooms in Traforest <laughs> on the 25th of... Oh, it's today. It's tonight. 
So if you can get the Trafalgar Industrial set by 7pm, it's £5 tickets on the door. My new band Raiders are playing. Four bands playing. Foxbite, Stay Voiceless, My Band Raiders, and another band called Calling Apollo. And now it's my birthday party as well, so I'm expecting Sean, halfway through their set, to get a cake and give it to me. Well, that's lucky, because... Remember our first gig that we did? We did yeah. a gig, and it was unannounced. Mm-hmm. I was there. And we went on stage and came off stage playing three songs in 14 minutes, right? Mm. So that was a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? So this gig that we've got tonight now, right? They've given us an hour set. An hour? So some they think we've found 46 minutes from somewhere. <laughs> They're going to be very, very surprised. Do they think... You but no, I'm going to sing Happy Birthday for three times, so oh, that's could. probably... Well, you could, minutes. yeah, you could you could start streaming Happy Birthday and Bob can just do some mad guitar solos on top and then you've got yeah. yourselves a... Uh, I'll ask him, but, he, you know, he's not one for... Um, he doesn't like me, though, does he? Happiness. No, he likes you. No, he does? Yeah, oh. I think so. Okay. Um, it's one in the black. I'd like to. one, so, yeah, it? of course, yeah. Um, Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, so follow us on our socials, Instagram forward, Instagram.com forward slash Pod. Twitter.com forward slash SappeningPod. Um, what else have we got? Please subscri- subscribe. Subscribe, I need his head. Subscribe, share, rate, and like our stuff. It genuinely helps, and it means a lot. Please tell other people about this. Please tell vegans they should check us out. Please tell some meat eaters they need to check mm. us out. Um, dog lovers. Oh, no, you don't need a lemmy, really. Um, scrap a bit. And yeah, we're also looking for sponsors for the show. Ooh, yes, we are. If you want to get in touch and make us advertise your stuff, make us advertise. We're not going to do anything we don't want to do. Well, no. I'm if not you've got a brand and you want to advertise and you want to get thirty seconds to a minute of us talking about your brand, I will read your copy, whatever you write on the page. Yeah, we will promote things we like. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is that we are available for advertising and sponsorship. Of things we would like to endorse. It, yeah. And also, Sean, if you pay me enough, I will read anything you send. So Okay, that's what you're saying. Even if you've got birthday wishes or you like... It's going too far now. Get in touch with us for sponsorship. If you fancy sponsoring an episode or month's <laughs> episodes... Sappeningpodcast at gmail.com I've just had the crazy thought of someone... Sending us an email or something, wanting us to like give, like you know those proposals. <gasps> like someone's gonna want us to do an intro of the show. Pro- someone proposing to someone else. Hey, do you love your girlfriend? Are you looking for a cool way to propose to her? If you've answered yes to either of those questions, you couldn't have picked a better time to be listening to Sappening Podcast. We're now doing proposals, adverts. We could do breakup messages. We could. That'd be awful. Oh. That would be awful. Let's That'd be funny out. though. Imagine <laughs> doing that at the start. Oh, this one goes out to Emily Jones who listens every week. Um, Dave said he's fucking fed up you. <laughs> Get your bags. You fucking out. Something. That'd be awful, Mog. We can't start doing that. <sighs> oh, can we? Oh, can we? Enough mm. money, and I'll definitely do it. So I'd do it. Yeah. Four quid. <laughs> um, yeah, sappeningpodcast at gmail.com, instagram.com forward slash sappeningpod, twitter.com forward slash sappeningpod. That's it, I think. Yeah, just a normal share, rate, subscribe, put it on your Instagram stories, tweet about it, tell your friends. Tag us, please. Yeah, tag us. So we can share it as well. We love um, sharing stuff. And let us know what future guests you would like to hear appear on the podcast. Please do. Please do. Yeah, because, you know, we've we've branched out a little bit now. We've had a couple of non-band people on and other aspects of the world so yeah we need more women yes we do um and yeah we were talking earlier about uh some possible uh never mind i I won't go into it now but we've got plans for yeah we've got plans for a few things but we would just like to know what people would love to have on or who they'd yeah who do you think we do well with or do or if you want to see us do really terribly suggest some guests that would be all good for us to interview yeah and but make sure you tag them as well because we've had a couple of people asking to guess but not tagging them and that does help yeah cool so thank you very much for listening to episode nine of sapling podcast with sean smith that was matthew pritchard 
This is Morgan Richards. Yep, that's me. I'm Sean Smith. Thank you very much. Please don't die. Love you very much. Listen to all the other episodes. Sapnin! Sapnin! I wonder if you can put a bit of auto tune on the end of that. Probably. Could be it. Sapnin! <laughs> You're listening to Sabling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.